Welcome to this episode of the Gospel Project for Adults Weekly Leader Training Podcast. I'm Daniel Davis. This week we are on Unit 22, Session 4, titled Jesus Over Needs. In the past three sessions, we've looked closely at three facets of Jesus' miracles. His power over the storm, His power to forgive sin, and His power over sickness. Today's passage is another miracle that shows another element over which Jesus is Lord, His power to supply needs. But the setting here is different. In our last three studies, Jesus revealed His power inside the traditional borders of Israel. The audiences that watched and listened to Jesus shared a Jewish lineage and knew the Old Testament laws and prophecies. But today's narrative takes place outside those boundaries, in the Gentile area known as the Decapolis, east of the Sea of Galilee. Something to note and emphasize for your group is the reference to Jesus' compassion, which serves as an encouragement and example for us. Jesus' compassion led him not only to meet, but surpass the needs of others. In point one, we see the Lord extend compassion to those in need. Having had a crowd follow him for three days, Jesus had compassion on them because they were hungry and had nothing to eat. Plus, he was concerned for their well-being if they were to leave his presence in that hungry state. The commentary on leader page 47 provides some deeper meaning to the word that has been translated compassion in this passage. This wasn't a surface-level concern, but a deep-rooted feeling in his gut. He cared deeply for these people. After all, he had created them, and they were created in his divine image. In the same way, Jesus has had compassion on us, being that we are all sinners in need of a Savior. Jesus laid down his life so that we might be saved from our sin and receive him as the bread of life. In point one, Jesus' comments to his disciples about the crowd in verses 2-3 through act as a question and challenge for his disciples to respond to in the next point. In point two, we see that the Lord calls his followers to serve those in need. Having set the stage for what would eventually happen, Jesus prompted a response from his disciples by calling attention to the crowd's hunger and expressing his own compassion for them. It's possible the disciples shared in Jesus' compassion, but logically, they didn't see anything they could do about it. Of course, their perspective discounted the presence of the Creator in their midst. Jesus could have created bread out of nothing for the crowd. He could have made it rain bread from the sky. But he chose to take the resources his disciples had available, seven loaves of bread and a few small fish, and he multiplied them for the benefit of the crowd and for his disciples. The key doctrine for this session is social concern, and we focus on that in this point. I'm sure you can see the connection. Jesus had compassion on people who were hungry, and he filled their need. But note that he did so through his disciples both through their available resources and through their service to the crowd. Similarly, believers today are to have compassion for our world, reflecting the heart of Jesus, our Savior. And we are to serve our communities and the world with the gifts and resources God has given us, trusting Him to fulfill the needs of others as well as our own. The idea that Christians should have social concern reflects our calling by Jesus to be salt and light in the world seeking to preserve what is good, and pointing people to the good news of Jesus so they can be saved and restored to their good purpose of glorifying Him in this world. In point three, 
we conclude with the truth that the Lord satisfies completely those in need. If you have access to the leader pack, pack item 3, Hearing the Old and the New, is a handout that helps make some thematic connections between the Old and New Testaments. In this story, there are two. At God's self-revelation to Moses in Exodus 34, he declares himself to be compassionate and gracious. Jesus reflects that here in Mark 8. But the provision of bread here also recalls the Lord's provision of manna for the Israelites in the wilderness. Jesus provides bread to satisfy the entire crowd of 4,000. In this way, Jesus again makes himself equal with God. And furthermore, he is the bread of life that gives nourishment to our souls for eternal life. While it was mentioned earlier, you can emphasize once again that Jesus here was performing a miracle of provision for the sake of a largely Gentile audience in the area of the Decapolis. Scripture declares that Jesus came to the Israelites and that the gospel will go forward first to the Jew, but that is followed by it proceeding forth to the Gentiles so that they too may hear and believe in the good news of Jesus. Our Savior focused His ministry on the Jews, declaring Himself to be the fulfillment of all the law and the prophets, the promises and the covenants. But that didn't mean He had no regard for Gentiles, as we can see in this passage, among others. Similarly, like our Savior, we should pray to have compassion for all peoples, because the compassion of our Savior certainly extends to all. When the Israelites were hungry in the wilderness after the Exodus, and during their forty years of wandering as punishment, God provided manna from heaven. As the Lord's prophet, Moses prepared the people to receive the Lord's provision, giving them instructions about how they were to collect it and use it. Yet Jesus is the greater Moses. He doesn't just prepare people for bread, he is the one who provides bread from heaven. And he also speaks of himself as the bread who gives life to the world. Because God has met our need for salvation through Christ, we believers ought to seek to meet the needs of others, physical, emotional, and spiritual, through Jesus. He has supplied us with all of our gifts and resources, and He can multiply them as needed so we can provide for others and open doors for sharing the good news of salvation through repentance and faith in Jesus. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Adults. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.